Hey guys, it's me, Tiffany, and it's a podemic, you guys. This is now a solo podcast. Party of one for the foreseeable future. This podcast is now essentially my diary, so I apologize in advance. Um, it is April 23rd today, and... Illinois just got extended for shelter in place until May 30th. So I've been really holding on to the fact that I could resume having my guests on. Uh, but it looks like it has been moved again, which is the second time now that they've extended. But I'm not mad. I'm just. I'm sad. Um, shit is so weird right now. Um, I've been at home since March 14th, so it's been a while. The only times I ever leave the house is to go grocery shopping or to pick up lunch from Cooper School. That's it. So I probably leave the house like uh, three days a week. Um, and I'm out and back into the house in 30 minutes. Uh, I haven't seen my family. I haven't seen my friends. So it's been taking a toll on me. I'm not sure how you guys are doing at home, but I've got really good days where I'm like, yeah, this is what it's all about, right? Doing nothing, not putting on pants, watching TV all day, moving from the bed to the couch, and then from the couch to the bed. Um, so things are so weird, and I miss I miss everyone. I miss human interaction. Um, Things have been rough, though, because uh, these last five or so weeks, I've just had a hard time getting adjusted. Um, I don't like change, but, like, who the fuck really does, right? Um, Cooper was in school five days a week, and now I'm his substitute teacher who is unqualified. There's just so many things that I'm getting, like, readjusted to, and... I've been down. I've been more down than up. And uh, I told my husband, Ed, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm having a, a mental breakdown right now. Um, and now that they've extended it even longer, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I am going to reach out to a therapist. I, um, I want to do some preventative work. By preventative, I mean at least like get maybe therapy now so that on May 30th I can actually rejoin society. But things are so weird. I just, ugh, eh. But you know what? I'm finally done moping. I've just felt so defeated and so shitty. I've been doing my hair and my makeup because I'm like, oh, you know what? I feel real shitty, so I might as well look really good. Because normally, if you guys have ever seen me in person, I don't wear makeup and I don't do my hair. I throw it up in a bun and I call it a day. I mean, so normally I look like a loser, but I feel like a million bucks. 
So it's uh, it's been kind of fun <laughs> doing the exact opposite of that and actually um, wanting to look good because I know that I don't feel good. Um, but like I said, I'm done moping and I think that I turned a new leaf um, recently, very recently. So the reason why I feel like I, I turned a new leaf. It's because I feel like things couldn't have gotten any fucking worse for me. Granted, I'm not actually sick, right? And my family is healthy, thank God. But there are a couple things that happened that really made me bro- like break down. So I'm unemployed right now. I work at the nail salon and uh, we're not working right now. So, and I also file a 1099 when I do my taxes. I'm a private contractor and I did not um, receive any unemployment. I filed March 30th and then I got a letter in the mail. It's so weird because it's the fucking government, right? And we're supposed to be like so advanced with technology. But the only thing that they ever sent me from the day that I applied March 30th all the way till now was a letter telling me that I have to certify. These are the days that I certify on. And then... On like the sixth sentence, it says that I'm ineligible for unemployment uh, insurance. So that really confused me because the first five sentences said like, yeah, do it, bitch. Every other Thursday, that's your day. You know, um, make sure that you certify so that you get, you know, your unemployment benefits for that time period. Um that sentence really threw me off where it said that I was ineligible. And then at the bottom of the page, it zeroed out like all of the uh, benefits that I'm supposed to receive, plus the bonus, plus base salary pay, plus whatever. There's like two or three things that they factor into it, but everything on the sheet said zero. So I got that uh, a couple days ago, but last week, when everyone else got their stimulus check, uh, me and Ed checked our account, and it said that it was delivered, but it was not our bank account. It was not my account. It was not his. It was not our joint account. So we got really confused. We um, called the IRS. We found out that someone had stolen my husband's information and filed his taxes for 2019 because we have yet to do that. And when they did that, they changed the direct deposit um, account on the filing. So the money hit. It just didn't hit our account. It hit somebody else's. So that was really shitty because I thought that, you know, like, okay, I've been feeling really down, but like, you know, a stimulus check is coming. So like, that should make this anal hurt less, you know? <laughs> and so when I realized that it had been stolen from us, I had a breakdown. So then when I got the unemployment letter like three days ago as well, I also broke down. But then I kind of realized a couple things, you know? Um, I realized that after uh, the two forms of financial relief 
was not granted, I kind of hit like a, a realization that I'm like, all right, there's no money, there's no relief. Uh, whenever you go back to work, you will probably have to scrub twice as many feet at that nail salon. And I thought to myself, um, that really fucking sucks. But it's also a really good opportunity for myself right now to just wrap this shit up, this like um, sadness and uh, the feeling of being defeated, like wrap that fucking shit up and start podcasting and doing YouTube, which is what I've been trying to do. But I kind of had to put everything that was on my schedule um, on hold because everything shut down before my content was able to be filmed. So I was really fucking sad about that too. But once I realized there was no money coming from my motherfucking ass, I was just like, all right, Tiffany, it's time to throw out some content while you're at home. And I was kind of hesitant because I'm like, uh, I'm not in the right state of mind right now. I'm just down and I feel gross and I feel worthless and I feel like, People are getting sick, and I'm a lover. I just, like, always want to help, and I can't help anyone right now. I can't even help myself. So after that good cry that I had, I was like, all right, bitch, it's time to put on your big girl pants and to throw out some content. So I'm going to take you guys on a little stroll on what was supposed to happen because, um, I was podcasting uh, weekly and having guests on, uh, and I call those episodes Dream Chasers. And the reason why I call it that is because I love what they're doing. The people that I have on have found a really good work and life balance, and they're chasing happiness because they are financially stable and they've made good decisions and they utilize their time wisely and they're chasing what they love to do. So I like interviewing people like that because I'm kind of set in my life right now and I don't know how to take take a step out of my comfort zone. I work as a nail technician. I'm, I've been doing it for the last 16 years and last year, um, I paid off the last of my uh, drug debts, and I told myself, all right, bitch, you have a fucking year. You have a fucking year to figure out what it is that you want to be, right? So that I can finally make movement out of my nail technician job that was purposeful because it helped me pay down all my debts, but something that I've grown out of. It's it's just not what I want anymore. I'm not growing anymore. I feel like I could do more. So I told myself I have the entire year until December 31st, 2020. And so I was kind of moving quite aggressively, you guys. Um, I did my first uh, open mic uh, charity event in January. And the next day, I did something 
that I have never done before. If I had to describe myself, I'm just a normal fucking person who minds their own business and uh, works hard for their money. Like, I'm a normal human being. Um, And I reached out to a connection that I have. Um, It's one of my sister and brother-in-law's close friends. He is working on a project in California, and they are trying to create a social media platform for cannabis enthusiasts. And so I'm a stoner. I smoke every day. Um, Something about it. It's just I'm a recovering addict. And when I smoke weed, I just know that I will never go back to fucking hard drugs. There's just something about it. And I believe in it as a medicine. I believe in it recreationally. And I think that there's so much more to to learn about it. And it's funny because I smoke daily, but I know nothing about weed. I know absolutely nothing. I learned uh, the difference between um, sativa and indica last year. I've been smoking daily for the last two years. Uh, I know how to make money. I know how to make green and then spend it on some green, you know, and then I know how to roll my own joints and pack my own bowls. So I smoke it and it fucking makes me feel better as a human being. It puts my anxiety at ease. It just, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. (laughs) Um, But I don't know anything about weed. I know how to smoke it and I know how to make money to buy weed, but that's it. So I reached out to this company and I told them that I've been a nail technician for the last 16 years. That is the only thing that is on my resume. Um, I did not go to college. Right after high school, I started doing nails. So I have a very underwhelming resume. And because I know that, I knew that I had to make myself memorable to these people. So I reached out and I told them, I said, hey, Illinois just became, because they live in, they live in California, okay? Uh, They live in uh, Southern California. I reached out to them and I was like, you know, um, I'm Trin's little sister. Uh, I'm 420 friendly. Illinois just became legal recreationally. And I told them that, I wanted to work for them because they just launched this past December. Uh, If you guys want to check it out, it's Jane.Social. But what I love about Jane.Social is not even the fact that it's for cannabis enthusiasts. It's the fact that their social media does no data collecting. All right. I think that's super cool. I feel like I feel like. When I hop on Facebook and they start showing me ads of shit that I actually, like, have been thinking about, it kind of fucking boggles my mind, right? Like, once you agree to having, like, when you click agree after you download Facebook, like, what are you really agreeing to? I saw, like, um, some of these uh, videos on uh, online 
And I feel like they're currently going through a lawsuit, but I'm not sure for what exactly. Um, Yeah, but when I kind of read up on uh, their website before I reached out to them, I thought to myself, I could do something for this kind of company, especially because here in Illinois, I don't see a bunch of activity like California would have, you know, they're like, they're eons ahead of us, you guys, when it comes to cannabis, um, when it comes to culture, um, they're just, you know, we live in a different part of the United States. It's not our fault. It's fine. But I told them, I said, I want a job. And I know that my resume is very underwhelming. But when you guys finally reach nationwide status, you're going to need someone leading your Illinois office. And I want to do that for you. Advertising, marketing, just kind of be in on it, you know, be like a visionary um, and be an influencer because I feel like there are still a lot of people that kind of feel like weed's not it. And I don't know much about weed like I said. But I have an opinion on weed that you probably won't ever hear from anybody else. Um, only because statistically, the uh, the rate is low. Like being a recovering heroin addict, your chance of actually um, being re- rehabilitated, right, and sober is like 3%. It's single digit numbers, you know, everybody else is dead or they're in jail. But the last two years that I've been smoking, I've been clean now for the last seven, the last two years that I've been cleaning, or (laughs) the last two years that I've been smoking, I know that I will never, ever relapse as long as weed's around. So I just know that there's something about it. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of refreshing because um, what I have read up on, it's that it's basically a vegetable, you guys. It's natural. Everything else when it comes to medication, if you're taking prescription uh, pills, you know, You don't know exactly what you're putting inside your body. And when you're addicted to it, you know that it'll kill you. You just don't fucking care. But with weed, it just helps my anxiety. And it gives me peace of mind knowing that as long as weed exists, I will never get the itch for anything else. I don't know what it is, but I told them... I, you know, because I'm a pretty transparent person. I told them, I said, hey, I want to work for you. Let me do a live interview and show you what I can do when it comes to content, okay? And I told them, I have no experience, but I've got the passion for it. And that I'm willing to learn about cannabis in Illinois, since it is different than California, Uh, when it comes to how it works here and just legality of it, you know? I told them that I was going to find those connections and that I would interview these people that work in the cannabis um, 
uh, field here in Illinois and that I would create <laughs> a series off of it, okay? And that I would um, do YouTube, do Anchor, um, and just try to create content around cannabis. So that's what I had planned for March and April. I was going to do a 420 series. And I had a couple of different establishments from CBD to actual um, doctors that are allowed to prescribe medical marijuana. Um, and I was so fucking sad these last six weeks because I fucking did it. The fact that I'm a normal person with no background when it comes to these kind of jobs, I was shooting my shot and they fucking gave it to me. And I haven't made it public, right? Because I just thought to myself, nobody needs to know the backstory of why all of the sudden I want to create a podcast, a YouTube channel, um, and just create content randomly as a nail technician. I didn't think that I, that anyone really, you know, that I had to explain it. It's just like, yeah, you want to learn about weed? All right, here's this video, you know, here's this uh, podcast um, that I did and I interviewed a doctor, you know. Um, but now that all that fucking shit got canceled, right? Oh, I'm so fucking sad. I made the impossible happen. I had to pretend that I was somebody to get yeses from all these establishments, all of their owners, to get permission to film inside their store. Um, it was a lot of fucking work. And that's why I've been so fucking depressed. Because I was like, shit, there goes my chance, right? Because when this pandemic is over, now, since I did not get any financial relief, I'm thinking to myself... I was working only part-time so that I could go and film and do podcasting and have guests over and all this shit. Once this pandemic ends, if there's no financial relief for me, that means I'll be scrubbing feet seven days a week. That's why I was fucking sad. Because I thought to myself, oh my god, my ship sailed. Fuck, like that's just such bad timing. But. Now that I officially, a couple days ago, realized that there would be no relief financially, right? Not right now. And I'm not working. And my husband also, who is still working, he's working from home, he got a 10% salary decrease, right? And he's working longer hours because they think since you're at fucking home, we could call you at 8 o'clock at night. Like, what the fuck? That's not how it works. I've been getting so mad. I, I'm pretty sure that his boss, whoever he's talking to on the phone, if they've never met me before, they would probably think that I'm a really mean person. Because sometimes in the background, I'm like, Ed, are you still working? I mean, it'll be like 7, 8 o'clock at night. But just to let whoever else is on the phone know, oh shit, his mom's going to yell at him if he doesn't get off the phone. And then they wrap that shit up. Yeah, so I've been finding like uh, little random joys and uh, roasting myself, Ed and Cooper, while we're at home. 
because I am just so, like, I'm an extrovert. I miss my friends. Sorry if you guys can hear me eating. I'm currently eating an edible. I was on a tolerance break the entire time that this quarantine uh, was going on until 420. And that's when I was like, bitch, it's time to put your big girl pants on and it's time to get to work and throw out some content. Um, the fuck was I just saying? I don't know. I smoked before I started podcasting too, because I just keep on thinking to myself, if I podcast by myself, nobody's gonna listen. I'm not entertaining enough by myself to get people to listen. Um, so then I started smoking and all of a sudden I was like, fuck it if they don't listen. I don't fucking care. I'm the shit, you know? But I thought to myself, the way that I would podcast this series would be like a Dear Diary type shit. I'll podcast every day as I'm trying to throw out content. I realize now that I need to make these next couple of weeks count because my life is about to get real as fuck as soon as this, like, shelter in place gets lifted because people want their nails done, damn it. We have first world problems because this is a first world, but there are certain things that people miss, like I miss getting my hair done, so I know when all this shit is done and over with. I'm going to be scrubbing feet seven days a week. I can't wait to see my fucking clients again. I've been texting with some of them. Um, I'm really close with them. I see them every two weeks for an hour. I know about their family. I know about their next vacation. I know it all. So I'm like really attached to these people. So it's been really hard, you know, not talking to them. Uh, So I reached out to a couple of them. Uh, some of my favorites, you might say, and just to touch base, just to see how they're doing. Uh, everybody misses me, of course, but not because I'm amazing, but because I can make their nails look really pretty. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not mad about it. I'm just, uh, finally realizing that I have to get to work now and I have to create content. So I thought to myself, if I'm trying to get the attention of a uh, social media platform that are cannabis enthusiasts, what kind of content would I throw out, right? And I am the most creative when I smoke. I feel like all my anxiety is put at ease and I can finally just be my real cool self. (laughs) So I think I want to do like uh, some YouTube videos. There are a couple things that I've been holding off on Because I knew that I had to get the structure of this first episode together first before I start trying to go into cannabis and uh, YouTube videos and shit like that. But there's a couple things that I almost did, but that I stopped myself because I wanted to get this first structured episode together. And uh, like cutting Cooper's hair, you know. I'm going to cut his hair uh, tomorrow, and I'm going to film it, and it's going to be like a two-minute video. It's going to be really short. It's going to be really sweet. I want to make it super funny, though, because I've been watching all these YouTube videos online of people cutting their kids' hair, right? Like, we're going to be at home for another month, so 
And after this, I'm going to be so fucking broke, I pro- I won't even be able to afford to take him to go get a fucking haircut probably for the first, like, three months. So I thought to myself, I should probably get good at this. Like, let me watch these YouTube videos. And as a first-time um, hairstylist, right, I've never cut men's hair before. I might have given myself, a like, a bang job back in high school, but I've never used uh, clippers before, you know, or shears. So I'm going to cut his hair. I'm going to uh, use just a number four and I'm just going to do the sides. And it's going to take me 30 seconds probably. I don't know why all these people online are trying to get all extra with their kids' haircut. Like now is not the time to fade a half into a one to a three, and then a five on the top, right? Like, it's it's just not the time. <laughs> so if your kid needs a haircut, it should be wicked quick. Don't be trying to do no graphics, okay? Don't be trying to get the top all, like, as best as... Like, don't even touch the top. If it's not covering their eyes, it's fine. But I'm going to do, like, a little video. I'm going to give Chubbs a bath, because normally he gets groomed, right? I'm... I've given him a bath one time and it went horribly and that's why he gets groomed. So I'm going to take a video of me giving Chubbs a bath. Um, I just want to do all these things while I'm stoned, right? Because I feel like it's going to turn out good because I'm not going to worry about little things. And if it gets messed up, guess what? It'll grow back. It'll be good content. Um... I'm going to clean the yard up and do some house projects, but I'm going to do it all when I'm stoned. It's going to be a good time. I feel like I feel like now's the time. It just became legal, and here's our time to shine. You're stuck at home and you have nothing to do. Try recreational marijuana, you know? You won't murder anyone. You won't die. You might eat and go to sleep. But see how it makes you feel, you know, because two years ago when I started smoking, the last time I had smoked weed before that was when I was like 16. So when I was 16, it made me so paranoid that I didn't smoke anymore. And the reason why I didn't use marijuana as a um, because a lot of people that are coming off of uh, hard drugs will use uh, weed during withdrawal. But I never used it because I was like. That was pretty fucking horrible for me. Um, But then my brother told me to just give it another try because I'm older and weird stuff happens to your body when you get older and you process things differently. So I smoked it and I was like, all right, I fucks with it, you know?